This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And we're the hosts of Talk 30 Rock to Me. Do you crave cheese late at night? Do you have lots of thoughts on your mind grapes? Do you think a rape whistle can double as an accessory? Do you miss 30 Rock? We sure do. We miss it so much, we started a podcast about it. New episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe today. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Steven. And I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping out, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Welcome to the China bonus episode of You Should Love Wrestling. In this episode, we had Steven watch some of the highlights of former WWE wrestler and the first ever female intercontinental champion, the ninth wonder of the world, mm-hmm. China. China was a trailblazer not just for women's wrestling, but for professional wrestling as a whole, and one of the most popular characters of the mid to late 1990s Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Right. China uh, unfortunately passed away recently, so mm-hmm. we thought that this would be a really great opportunity to like show Steven just somebody that was like a, like a very major character in like 90s professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and after the, the news of her passing, it, it had kind of come across, uh, yeah. come up a little bit that you were like, you had heard about it, you yeah. sort of knew about China, and we've talked about her yeah. a little bit, but you didn't know much about well, China, like, what she China, was or yeah, what she did. China was the only female wrestler as far as I was concerned, like when I knew about it as a kid, and you would, like even... Even until fairly recently, like, and we started doing this podcast, I was like, I don't know, like, China? Like, if you had asked me if they're a female wrestler, I'd be like, probably China. Yeah, she might be the only good Bailey? one. I like, mean, she I know, probably is that. the most well-known. Fe- I mean, she's probably, like, the, you know, it's like, so. it's like if you ask somebody who, who a wrestler is, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. Right. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, three people that they'll say yeah. if, they, if they're not a wrestling fan or they don't know wrestling. Yeah, they have, if you ask somebody what's, like, a, a name of a female wrestler, right. it's like... She's like China, maybe Trish Stratus. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like nobody's gonna say Sable these yeah, days. Yeah. It's not. It's it's I people could, yeah. who really did something for real. And yeah, if it's not Trish Stratus or Lita, it's probably gonna be China. So yeah, yeah she was just she was just obviously huge. And uh, when we watch some of these clips and stuff that you were, we're gonna talk about, like yeah, it's clear why she was huge too. Is she's mm-hmm. just. Uh, Beyond, like clearly beyond talented as a wrestler, but sure. even more so, like outclassing all of the other women. Maybe that's unfair, but outclassing all of the other women at the yeah, time. Yeah, quite, and, quite, yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah. And we talked a little bit about this in previous or future episodes where it was kind of like you know, to girl women's wrestling turns into like uh, you know these bras and panties like matches fights. and the cat fights, and it's sort of like a not. It's it's almost like a sexual spectacle, and it was like, oh well, China's just like a good wrestler. Yeah, she bumped against that. Yeah, right. well, she's just like great at it, and like it's not the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's so interesting to me that like I, I was talking to Nick about this yesterday, like that China was she was a very progressive thing, but in the nineties, in a very unprogressive time in that business. So yeah. it's like yeah. so she's somebody that like broke through in a lot of ways. Like she was the first female intercontinental champion, first female to uh, qualify for the King of the Ring, first female in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like her storylines were still largely centered around like her appearance, if she was right. attractive or not, yeah, if she was dating somebody. Woman. Yeah. Like it was just like you're a woman wrestler. I can't, you know. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. something that's so like interesting to me about it, and something like if you read interviews, which I'm sure that you, Stephen Perlstein, read yeah, a lot he of, never it, stops. is like some like a lot of male wrestlers would not wrestle her because they were like oh if like a woman hits me i'm people are instantly gonna like not think i'm credible as a wrestler yeah so like even like these dudes that would like (laughs) wrestle china and like put her over it's like these were these were dudes that were doing sort of a controversial thing just among wrestlers yeah yeah honestly it really is just like a cool kind of like groundbreaking thing that like i feel like just like and even after this like there was a like after this it was still like Ron Panties matches and stuff like that. Right, like in yeah. the oh, mid two thousands, Eric Bischoff kept advertising something called HLA, which was hot let's <laughs> which was called hot, hot lesbian, lesbian action, action, where he would actually bring two women into the ring who would make out. Oh man. So it's like, and like I hadn't even I forgot about HLA. Yeah, so it's like so it's like this was like 
the, so this was a small point of light in an otherwise very dark time yeah. that, con- that continued for a while. Yeah, because and now, like the next week, Miss Kitty slash the cat is like, "Am I going to show my boobs on pay per view?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that yeah. was a thing. There was still like gra- yeah, there was still like gravy boat matches where yeah. women wrestled in, gra- in gravy. She, she cut a promo for her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally, it's literally, these are things so that happened. Yeah, the, these are, that's so funny. And uh, so like, it is interesting that like China was like a one po- the one point of light in sort of an otherwise dark time as yeah. far as women's wrestling goes. Yeah, and like just now, just within the past like year or two, yeah, we've gotten. I mean, the, Lita and Tristratus, they are they they were two very good wrestlers in Absolutely. this time. Yeah, um, no doubt. But like, uh, like other than like them, like just recently, we've gotten to the point where it's like taken yeah. seriously, like with like Bailey and like Sasha Banks, the, and right. Charlotte, Revolution, where it's and like and, yeah, Becky yeah. Lynch. Like none of those storylines are about. Like all the all of them pass the Bechdel test or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just about so. it's just about the better the wrestler. Yeah. 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 Um, that's great. So uh, anyway, that was a very long preamble. Well, and <laughs> I will right. say, bringing up these other women too. You know, it's it's good that we. It's unfortunate in any kind of situation like this where people don't get the recognition necessarily that they deserve until right. after they're gone or they're yeah. out of the picture, and it's a shame because you know for yeah. everything that that China did do later in her career, starting with. Uh, like getting into the, the reality TV fold and then right. sort of getting into adult films and things. And the WWE, to, to fill you in a little more, Stephen, want, wanted essentially less and less to do with her. Right. And she's still not in the Hall of Fame. And they wanted right. less and less to do with her because of her ties to not only adult films and pornography, but she was, you know, sort of in, in a rough place in her life. Right. She had had falling out. She made a lot out. of like controversial statements. Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah. she had really had falling outs with people like X-Pac, who she made her sex tape with. Right. Yeah. But 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 he's still in good standings with the company. Yeah. And at one point, she had dated Triple H, who is right. now literally now the, the CEO guy. Yeah. of the company. Yeah. yeah. So they actively chose to not write her out of history, but not really just acknowledge just her so her much, which side. is kind of a shame. It is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. And, you know, like, I yeah, I get I get. I kind of get like what you're saying about that is like it does sort of suck that we acknowledge it rather than a right. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just tough. And it's it's just interesting because clearly she is. I mean, we we, I think we've said that before, too, on this podcast or again, maybe it's in the future episode. But we've said like, yeah, she should be in the Hall of Fame and Mm -hmm. she's not going to be or she's not. She hasn't been yet. Uh, and it's uh, uh, hopefully, you know, maybe she will get her spot. I mean, she she will. It's like it's something where. If you would have asked Triple H a year ago, he would say, like, I think that he, he, yeah, he literally, say, he he literally said in an interview, she can't be in the Hall of Fame because yeah. what if my kids Google her? Yeah, what if kids Google mm-hmm. her and find, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, is which is horrible. Insane. If you Google the Ultimate like, Warrior, you'll see, like, horribly anti, like, homophobic tirades yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. If you, you know, Google Hulk Hogan, we don't find anything good either. Uh, yeah, 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 if you yeah, Google yeah. Triple H, you'll find him in blackface. I mean, what do you want? You know, yeah. it's like, come on. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it sounds like that's just an excuse. It's interesting because it there was, there's, like, the whole, like, relationship like triangle they, thing. Like, they dated, and then yeah. I, I think that. In interviews, this is—I mean, I think this is China talking. I think Triple H a little bit. Yeah, like they were dating, and then Triple H cheated, cheated on China on with Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like it was sort of like at that point, her time in the company was yeah. You know, and maybe, she just kind of got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. post Eddie Guerrero apparently got lines. kicked out. Yeah, yeah, which is it, on a way again, out. that's crazy and too bad. But it, it's uh, but it is you know it sounds like there's just a lot of things going on and people are trying to kind of. You know, I don't know. I get it. You don't want. You kind of want to keep your hands clean of the whole thing. Sure. But yeah. And yeah. it's it. Of course, now it's inevitable. As I said, well, you know, once somebody's gone and they can't defend themselves, you know, yeah. it. She'll get her due. It just it kind yeah. of sucks. It wasn't in her lifetime. Like, because yeah. I really like. I really liked China. Yeah. As, as yeah. growing up, it was like she was the one that no matter how horny everybody acted, like yeah, we're gonna see some fucking boobs tonight in the pay per view. But yeah. when China came out. People liked her. They did. Yeah. yeah. People really legit were like, yeah, China's pretty badass. Because yeah. everybody who's dumb has that voice. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> something that I heard multiple times, uh, just like throughout my life, throughout in high school when she was wrestling, even talking to like people like Taylor, like it's just like China, like, China was a woman who beat up men. Yeah. And it's great. And people thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. And it's yeah. like there was something like, especially in the 90s, something like dangerous and cool about that. Yeah. Um, so we had but, some. We had Stephen watch some clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Triple H mentioned on Twitter uh, after her passing that like she certainly deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Right, so I feel like that'll happen. One eighty. Yeah, yeah, complete. Yeah, complete. <laughs> amazing how that'll really <laughs> change okay. my Ah, uh, now I can say yes. Um, okay, so um, we had Stephen watch a couple clips. Um, the first thing that he had him watch was um, China's debut. We'll uh, show. We'll play a little bit of sound from mm-hmm. that. Is that a woman? Oh, 
Security taking that lady away. Good grief. We want you to have a good time, folks, and that may be taking a little bit overboard. I should have done that. Oh, King, stop. This is not funny. Well, no, 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 I'm making a joke about it, but I mean, that, everybody in here is upset. That wasn't right for him to come out here well, the fans and distract good, anybody. Fans have a good time, but that lady got a little overzealous. So uh, Triple H was in a feud with Goldust mm-hmm. and Marlena, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, Marlena was near the uh, near the, the barricade, and uh, China just showed up as sort of just a fan, yeah. grabbed Marlena and put her in a chokehold. And then was like dragged off by security. Yeah. Early 97. Of course, we have to mention right off the bat, and I'm sure he was told to say it. Jim Ross goes, is that a woman? Yep. (laughs) So that's one line that he says. And then the king says, that wasn't right for her to come out here. For him to come out here? He says him. Uh, So there's two lines right off the bat that just just stick out like (laughs) sore fucking thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. There there are two immediately. You're just like, oh, no. Like, I was watching that. I was like, oh, no, guys. But it is is weird because it's just like, it's a new thing for wrestling. Yeah. To have like, oh, I mean, they're like, I I believe Nicole Bass might have been before before China a little bit. Yeah. Oh, she was after, I believe. Almost positive. But it still is new for like just a physically imposing woman who's like fit and like, you know and that, um, that I mean and that's clear like I think maybe that was the positive intentions they had behind it was just like no she's a different type of woman coming to this sure, but the way that it came out it was like is that a woman is that a lady yeah where are her balls who's that guy I, I feel know, like that might have uh, been an actual quote from a promo against yeah. her at some point. Where her balls? Oh, yeah, that's, um, that had been talked about. Sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> Especially okay, so, with Nicole Bass, but that's oh, and then, uh, a whole different story. And then uh, storyline-wise, yeah. this led to uh, Triple H allying himself with China. China became Triple H's bodyguard. bodyguard. Uh, so his bodyguard like, was a woman. Yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, it's interesting. Triple H's... I, th- I believe that he was still sort of the blue blood at this point. Yeah, he was, um, he was just getting into the DX fold. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, basically, like, it was, uh, you know, especially for, like, I hate to say, hate to use the term, uh, traditional wrestling fans, uh-huh. it was a good, like, heat magnet. People booed that, like, he's so cowardly that a woman's fighting his battles yeah. for him. Yeah. So right. she was, like, she was uh, revolutionary as, like, a heel bodyguard in that standpoint. And it did make them kind of, like, a hot ticket as far as bad guys goes. Yeah. And um, so uh, this led to, from here... Uh, Triple H and China joined with Shawn Michaels to form a tag team called DX. Yeah, Degeneration X. Uh, right. Degeneration X, which was sort of their the WWE's answer to the NWO. You know, that. their intro um, video that confuses you because you can't um, tell what's pre-recorded like, and what's uh, live. After, the seizures. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, after, um, like, after Shawn Michaels had, like, a back injury, he quit. So Triple H brought a bunch of other people in to join DX. That was X-Pac, Road Dogg, Billy right. Gunn. Age Outlaws. All the classics, the New Age Outlaws. Classic. To form sort of DX 2.0. And then we had him watch a promo that really stuck out to me, and I remember a lot as a kid. <laughs> it was It's kind of a classic DX promo where they're talking about, like, a DX split. Yeah, like, and I yeah, definitely remember seeing this one live yeah, on Raw. Uh, so yeah. let's, uh, let's show a little, a little clip from that. I think that there's only one thing left that we can do, and that is give these people here what they all want, and that is the DX split. Split? Oh, come on. Hey, wait a minute. Holy wait a minute, moly. wait a minute. Not that split. Wait a minute, you guys. She's talking. She's not a mute. Listen to these people. Did it ever occur to you guys that people are sick and tired of looking at your asses every week? (laughs) No, it didn't. Everybody wants to see our ass. What's your point? My point is, is that if anybody's going to initiate a DX split, it's going to be me. So 
So <laughs> the premise of the promo to start was, <laughs> yeah. oh, like DX, we're arguing with each other, so we're going to split gonna up. Break up. Yeah. Uh, like, let's do a DX split. And then the three three of the guys in DX proceed to get ready to drop their pants. And moon the and audience. Moon the audience yeah. Which is like a classic. DX is very sophomoric. It's kind of what they're Steven. dealing with. They're very sophomoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an understatement. Yeah. yeah very yeah. juvenile. And then uh, China... Comes in and says, "Like if there's going to be a DX split, I'm yeah. the one that's going to do it." Yeah. Not then to mention proceeded... that she grabs the mic, and this is kind of the one of the first times. This, she's yeah, this is ever the first really time that she spoke. Yeah, spoke. this is yeah. the first time that she'd probably had a microphone. Yeah, like she can talk, Jr. Holy shit, she's, she's got a mouth. She's, she's not a mute. <laughs> she got a mouth above those balls. Like, I know. What the fuck? Yeah. I think that was literally a line. Was she's yeah. not a mute? Yeah, she's not a mute. It's but, so, but, but yeah. so and really again, sophomoric. It's pretty much. Because at the time, the, again, they're yeah. in the famous of that, the middle of that Monday Night Wars with yeah. WCW. They need to do the most outlandish, craziest content to make you turn, to make you tune in. So, and plus, they're 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 trying to push the envelope so hard. Yeah, they want to piss off the the parents and the TV people because <laughs> it's the Attitude Era. They're not a PG show at the time. They want to make people in the FCC mad. Yeah. So all they're doing is saying the word jack off repeatedly. Okay, we have to talk about this fucking jack off train. We're going to play a clip of that right now. I've been thinking about this. I've come to the conclusion you know, that you're a couple of jack offs. Oh my gosh. Let me get this straight. I'm a jack-off. She's a jack-off. I'm a jack-off. You think we're jack-offs? Well, let me think back for the last few weeks. And if there's one thing that I can see, it's that the biggest jack-off in the world is standing right in front of me. And as far as jack-offs go, while we're at it, you two have got to be a couple of the biggest jack-offs I've ever met in my life. Jeez, they're splitting up, no doubt about it. Ho, 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 Let me get this straight. You are calling me a jack-off? Yeah, yeah, he called you a jack-off, but more importantly, you're calling me a jack-off? We're jack-offs? Yeah, let's get this straight. You're a jack-off. He's a jack-off. You're a jack-off. Supposedly, she's a jack-off. And I'm a jack-off. We're all in agreement. Everybody in this ring is a bunch of jack-offs, right? Jack-off train. They couldn't be so... They couldn't be more happy to say jack-off. Oh, like, yeah. It felt like they were loving well, it. Well, if I'm a mm-hmm. jack-off, I'm looking at a jack-off, jack-off, jack-off. Jack-off. You think I'm a jack-off, He's jack-off? the biggest jack-off in the world. I and will like, jack-off any jack-off who jacks-off in this jack-off yeah, this is ring. your era, Nick. Like, self-proclaimed, this is your favorite thing. And I was like, well, I fuck never, this. I never yeah. said this was... My, this, well, was this was my was, favorite this, thing. This was said. Nick's main comedic influence. His whole thing is... It's like the jack-off era. I will say jack-off for the rest of my life. You're like, finally, I know what comedy is. Oh, it was so... Jack-off! Uh, of but course! The, but this so that is, was like... That was my fa- one of my favorite mm-hmm. moments of this. But uh, also, I hope you guys heard this, too. My second favorite moment was right before they did the, the mooning thing, we realized they weren't going to break up. Somebody mm-hmm. very passionately... Like with all intensity, screams out, "Don't start low, stay together." Yes, stay together. Oh yeah, I heard this. Like, that Don't guy, split. That guy was so hurt at the yeah, idea that they could be done, and I was like, "Oh man, they're really invested." Like it's but, uh, cute. We we haven't. Uh, let's uh, just uh, we've to finish a thought from earlier. Yeah. So it ends with China. She moons the audience, yep. and then yeah, oh, then yeah. she says, "That's a DX split." And then she shows her butt to the audience. Right. right. With right. Her thong. She shows the butt. Although yeah. Yeah. here, hey guys, we're starting to make progress. Jr. says, "Thank Goddess King." Thank. Yeah, goddess. Yeah, we finally made it. Starting to make some progress. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, but that yeah, is something that's like there. interesting about wrestling is like people care. People really people like stables. So like yeah, when a when a team breaks up, especially like a loved team, and DX was like a loved team at this point. Yeah, and they were like, barely scratching the surface yet. Yeah, this was. It's like it is something that as a fan you're sad about. Like uh, we well, I'm sure we'll show you at some point. But like recently, when the Shield broke up. 
I was like sad for days. And this yeah. is two years Joey ago. Didn't, oh no. Just didn't rest. Yeah, didn't eat, didn't sleep. <laughs> I mean the shield's over. He had a, he paid a guy to follow him around just playing a sad violin. It was yeah. so sad. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is great because there's not a lot of work for violinists in this town. Oh, yeah, he was just like booked it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Um the, but yeah, so uh Yeah, I, so this is very sophomoric. This is this is sort of DX's MO. Uh something that's funny about this is that it's their J.O. It's their jack-off. Yeah. R- wrestling is largely... Uh, at this point, the promos that wrestlers cut are largely scripted. Yeah. Like, they have they have a team of writers. They have former soap opera Some writers, former SNL overly. writers. Um, so they'll literally give a person a script and, like, tell them to memorize it. And they try to do it as close to verbatim as possible. This was an, an era where it was just like, here's a microphone. Go fill five minutes. Right. So, like, all these jo- all these hilarious jack-off jokes <laughs> so definitely no, came from... Unplanned. Okay. And they were still yeah. writing things, but it wasn't as written as it is now. It was they like were writers, and it was very planned, but, but yeah, the, they used to, They had such a, a, a fucking stacked roster of talent and guys who could talk. Yeah. Uh, as they say, Stephen, guys who can really talk on the stick. <laughs> uh, Gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's our, there's like, so she moons everybody. The audience really loved it. Yeah. That was exciting for they, them. They're good guys at this point. Whoa, yeah. China's got a butt. <laughs> but I, I kept on thinking the guys, butt. the guys in the stadium must be pissed because she only moons half the audience. Like she only moons but one there's direction. A, there's a, there's a big screen. I still mm. think I'd be mad. I'd be like, get it over my way, girl. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be real. If I'm, if I'm nineties, uh, one of these guys would be like, hell yeah. I didn't uh, come here uh, to look at the Titan Tron. Yeah. <laughs> come here for that. But then I, so then they all proceed to all the rest of the guys like moon the audience too yeah and it's interesting again like we talk a little bit about how they're portraying women and how uh like kind of she's fighting that and so they do like close they give a close-up of her butt but all the guys mm-hmm. moon and there's not there's not even like a medium shot they are far far away from their butts which mm-hmm. is interesting like it's almost like they're afraid to show the male butt yeah <laughs> but they but the woman they're like hell yeah it's very interesting uh, and, it, that, and i and I'll, i only bring it up because i like i just noticed some stuff as we continue the sure. matches that we're, we're watching it's like oh that's interesting the way uh, portrayed and focused. But the, so. I feel like that's just a greater societal thing where like, True. I mean, if you look at like, uh, you know, MPA ratings, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, like a girl's butt and a guy's butt aren't weighed the same as far as like a girl's yeah. butt will probably get you a PG-13, a guy's yeah. butt will get you an R. Well, they, uh, uh, in a, is that right? It's like something like that. It is like, I feel like one will get you more of a bigger rating than another. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably true. I, I, I talked about this, or we talked about Feminist Frequency in a future episode with Ify. Uh, check it out, guys. Subscribe now. But Please. Uh, uh, there, uh, and Feminist Frequency, there's a video about how uh, in video games and movies, they hide the male butt, but they show the female butt. And they had all these yeah. like, really interesting things of it. And I never noticed sure. it. But it's like, it's men always have capes or satchels or stuff blocking their butt. And women, it's always like, here's a clear shot of their butt and the camera's centered on it. Right. And they, she does, she like stacks up all this fucking evidence. And I was like, wow, that is weird. And then I noticed it again on this. It was like, yeah. Hey, but you can show weird. as much boob as you want as long as you cover up the nipple. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Oh. Yeah, that's, that, that's Satan's nipple. Nothing makes 360 sense. boob. <laughs> All right, yeah. so moving on to right, yeah. our okay, next so, clip, the Royal Okay, Rumble. so uh, at this point, uh, China, she uh, became continued to be popular with DX, mm-hmm. and she yeah. continued to kind of, uh, I, I hate to say, like, in uh, she would get involved in, like, men's matches, yeah. and she would have an effect. Yeah. So they put her in the Royal Rumble in 1999, so here's a brief clip from that. Number 30 on the way. was Austin. Wait, I, I don't care. It is! And Mark Henry now. China taking it to Mark Henry. Oh, Mark man. Henry was bragging about doing the wild thing with China, and he's paying for it now. He fessed up. He, he confessed it was a lie. Right! Hell have no fury like a woman scorned. Well, this one was scorned, all right. No doubt about that. And there goes Mark Henry. Okay, so um, we just watched the 1999 Royal Rumble, a clip uh, featuring China. Yeah. Uh, She comes in. The announcers are freaking out because this is a historic moment. This is the first woman who's ever entered into the Royal Rumble match. Mm -hmm. And earned the right to enter the match by 
competing in a corporate Royal Rumble, which was the corporation versus DX, and she eliminated Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon yeah, herself. Yeah, the company. Wow. She was number 30. That's kind wow. of a big moment, too. That's yeah, that was a good moment. Eliminates uh, Vince, and then she comes into the match, enters the Rumble. Yeah. Well, and she's like, I guess that she's owning, she's no longer a bodyguard. She's no longer eye candy. She's like a wrestler. She's a wrestler, point. and that's... Yeah. And you know that's uh, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I just oh, again what? I know really I didn't know that. Wow, I thought you were huge. <laughs> the thing I noticed was like immediately is like oh she's a legit wrestler, like mm-hmm. she's wrestling hard and not like I don't know like there I, I again I've seen just a little bit of this of like other women in this era and it does feel uh, not as you know skilled or smooth or whatever and she comes in and she's strong and she goes after the big guy mm-hmm. uh, who is it. Mark Henry. Mark, Henry. Mark Henry, sexual chocolate era. Mark Henry, <laughs> yeah. sexual chocolate. She goes after the big guy, throws him on the rope, and you're like, "Yeah, I buy that. Like, well, that's the, great." Yeah. And you know, that, there's a fair point to bring up, Steve. And the truth is, is that uh, you know, aside from people like China and Jacqueline and some others at the time, that that's really the reality. They were yeah. bringing in like models and essentially not training them yeah. to wrestle. They were bringing them in to be eye candy, like Vince HLA. Russo and those people <laughs> yeah. were like, yeah. okay, bring in a bunch of women and then we'll bring Godfather's hoes. They go out. <laughs> when the they got boobs. Out. And they weren't training them. And, and so a so, lot of times that stuff was unpolished yeah. because they weren't being trained. And yeah. this is something that they did until like 2010, 2011 yeah. or yeah. something where it was Ooh. literally just like getting models and yeah. just, and there were some like Trish Stratus used to, she was like a, like a fashion model, but she like worked to become oh a good God, wrestler. Yeah. And yeah. now she's like one of the, she's considered to be one of the best female wrestlers Trish of all time. Yeah. But she like, she like worked at it. And yeah. wanted to work at it. Yeah. 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 And that, and that, again, that's just, uh, that, just what I noticed. I was like, that is cool that she's not, um, there is a moment like where you can to kind of feel a shift. I don't know really what this, if this is, I guess this has been happening a little bit before with her, but you can feel like instead of being, you know, the eye candy in the previous two clips we talked about, she's like, Oh, she's a wrestler. Yeah. And like, she's just, just a good, competitor, just as good as anybody yeah. else. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, yeah. That's really though, great. Like, one, one thing that was weird about this is like, I think that she was like, she was in a relationship with Mark Henry mm-hmm. that ended with Mark Henry sleeping with somebody named Sammy who, Ended up being a transgendered person, which God, was very hilarious he... for the 90s. I don't even remember that. Uh, I slept with a dude. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, I mean, literally, there's a line in it that Vince McMahon loves, but it's like a dark spot in wrestling. It's like, yeah. she's got a penis. Yeah, oh, that, uh, no. yeah that, uh, that came up multiple times on like 2020 interviews with Vince McMahon of like, should kids be watching God, this? God, I forgot all That's about so that. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I that blocked was, it out. So they feuded over that. <laughs> so, but like, so something that's, this is a very progressive oh, thing. Man. But they're still feuding over like they they used to fuck like you yeah. know, uh, and it's something I think they even talk about is just like you know they're not dating anymore they're like they're fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she does eliminate Mark Henry, which is cool. And yeah, then she gets eliminated, and you know, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, next up, uh, we're gonna uh, skip around the timeline a little bit. Um, she in 2000 was just a full-on competitor she was a wrestler she had um this match with um eddie guerrero who's Mm -hmm. also a very amazing wrestler yeah that um i thought was interesting in the same way that the mark henry thing was interesting in that they had a storyline where they were dating at the time still in a relationship this has to at least be in a relationship yeah yeah and like every (laughs) match that china's had wasn't about her being in a relationship no 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 no. but it was sort of like a weird underlying thing where like yeah. her and Eddie Guerrero were in, a, were in a relationship. Eddie Guerrero called her Mamacita. It was very hilarious. Yeah. Good at the time. And Eddie Guerrero <laughs> was a great talent and super charismatic. And and it was it, and that was just part of his thing. He was kind of like, he, you know, he would dance around and he had, right. you know, he was just a, he was a ladies man. So, yeah, Eddie Guerrero, yeah. it wasn't done distastefully because he was such a good performer. Um, And I th- and they had this match that like basically like the premise of the match. We'll, we'll play a quick clip from it. Tonight. I am serious. Look, tonight, don't think of me as Mamacita, okay? You better think of me as your opponent. Don't underestimate me. Okay. Turn up. Okay, versus The premise of this match is that they had to wrestle uh, in, like, I think the King of the Ring tournament or something like that. Yeah. And they were still dating. Eddie Guerrero is not taking it seriously, and China's like, "No, I'm a wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. we need to do this match." Right. So the story of the match is sort of like it's just little stuff where it's like. 
Eddie doesn't want to punch her in the face because they're dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, China doesn't want to do a nut shot because, like, yeah. that was one movie that she did. She was punched. She would always punch you with the jump. That's penis. Like, yeah, they would, uh, yeah, like, they, would, they hugged a lot in the match. Yeah. And, like, China wanted to be a competitor for this match. And Eddie yep. Guerrero was like, no, I'm a ladies' man. Yeah. And um, it was, like, a good little match at the time. Uh, the, match, the match ended with Eddie Guerrero winning with like a small package roll up because China refused to punch him in the dick basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it is just this weird thing where it's like I don't know. It's like how do you guys feel about well, this? Well, it's interesting cuz if the story is or or what I'm kind of picking up is like she is and she the story is she's fighting for legitimacy. She's like, "No, just yeah. like take me seriously." Absolutely. This. And the whole match, I mean, there is there is this moment here where she's like, "Come give me a kiss," and that whatever, and then she like <laughs> really nails yeah, yeah. him and, here. And at least they're playing up that <laughs> yeah. Eddie's kind of the fucking idiot in yeah. this. Yeah, movie. Yeah, it is the like, But yeah. this move, like this move, the whole thing she does, she actually works. She does that like somersault backflipy move. I was like, yeah, "Holy yeah. fucking shit!" And then she just yeah. and then she just gorilla presses she, yeah, him, just she picks just him up, picks him up, holds him over, and you're like, "Shit, man!" If she's if she is if this is about her. Fighting for legitimacy, I'm like, damn, she's really doing it. Well, yeah, it tells like an this match. It's like five minutes long, but it tells like an interesting story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that like you're never gonna see this story again. Yeah, it's like this. You're only gonna get this story once, and it is just an interesting little. And even and even in a weird way too, like the story, I find it ironic. Is like she doesn't hurt him she doesn't hurt the guy mm-hmm. that she's a, in a relationship he's with he's the one who pulls the fast one on her and he pulls a fast one on her and i'm like and still holy wins shit anyway. he wins and i'm like that's kind of the story of china yeah and it really sucks like yeah. it is sort of her story is like she's fighting for legitimate she's she's very impressive and gets just enough she of gets a taste so of close it. she gets so close and she just doesn't do anything too but terrible the and then still somehow like somebody pulls a fast one on her and she kind of loses and it's like that really sucks because yeah well, I guess were you, I mean, like as a non-wrestling fan, I guess, yeah. how did you feel about, did, did you enjoy that, that match? Did you, was it yeah. easy to track? And I'm going to preface what you're going to yeah. say by also, I appreciate so like this, this was more nuanced than maybe wrestling stuff that we traditionally see. Sure. Yeah. yeah and I appreciate that you pointed out, Stephen, that as much as you think, <laughs> as the point of the show is, as much yeah. as you think all of this is bullshit, yeah. I appreciate that they were effective and she was talented enough and yeah. you're, you're at least watching it that even though you think it's all bullshit <laughs> at least her level of bullshit is on the same level of bullshit as all these other guys and that impressed you that yeah. that, that was effective for you yeah i mean uh joey you just asked me a question and i feel like i blanked out because i had a lot of thoughts going did you oh, just ask me a okay question? so like um, as a non-wrestling as a non-wrestling fan, fan did you like think, did you guess, like this match did you did you, you know, follow yeah, the story it was, on it i guess it was interesting like it was like more nuanced does, than you're used to yes maybe. it does feel like there is a real story here which i don't normally feel like I do, feel, and maybe it's because I have a little bit of perspective of history on it, or maybe it's just they did a great job. But like, there is a thing here where it's like, oh, it is just more than like another match, and it's yeah. like there is a there is, and yeah, knowing but knowing what China was and like what she is kind of fighting against, you're like, yeah, fuck, she's this is a perfect match to explain. There's a like, real issue doing. rather than a gold belt that you don't give a fuck about. Right? There's some yeah. There's something that it. matters, and it's like it feels important. And I, yeah, I don't know. I like that more. Uh, That's so, yeah, so interesting I mean, then because like for instance like in our upcoming episode one mm-hmm. of our upcoming episodes where you're you're not feeling so much things like Sasha versus Bailey see now that they have their rights Stephen doesn't care anymore yeah now that women have their <laughs> rights uh, they're just like everybody else oh, and I so cannot care to hear that though wow. but see but see I don't know like yeah uh, we could we could really dissect what that is but it, uh, I think that might not be as fun for people no uh, sure 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 <laughs> yeah yeah but it but I, yeah I mean I get what you're saying there is that is interesting but I I don't know like I guess. I guess it just I partially with Bailey and Sasha's I just kind of had the perspective of like it can't be that bad still and it is and it or I guess it still is uh, you know I don't better know that now, but better I know now what you mean. but yeah it's a little bit yeah, yeah but I get what you're saying yeah I dig but it I mean like, time it was it was so like much literally tougher. like at yeah. WrestleMania a couple weeks ago they finally replaced the women's championship belt the which Divas was a giant with, butterfly yeah. <laughs> to an actual championship yeah yeah. Like, and this is 2016. What, yep. what upsets me most about that is knowing that a man could never win the giant butterfly. Uh, <laughs> um, Buy a replica, Stephen. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, technically, this match, this next match that that I had Stephen watched happened, mm-hmm. at, like happened before. before it. Jeff, but this is or, the uh, the good housekeeping match between Jeff Jarrett and China, yeah. where China won the Intercontinental Championship. First yes. time the woman's ever won the Intercontinental Championship. I don't think it's ever happened since. I don't believe it has. And uh, and let's cut to a quick clip. And I do want to cut to a certain clip. Okay. I'll put you all back in your place. No doubt. 
want Jared to send a message loud and clear to China. Jared will show no mercy on his challenger for the Intercontinental Empire. Women are weak and men are the dominant species. Jared just hit China with a coffee urn and China may be knocked unconscious here, King. So at the time, Jeff yeah. Jarrett was like a raging asshole, misogynist Huge asshole, misogynist. Yeah, and like just saying the and, and I get it. Granted, it's the storyline, and that's what he's playing. Yeah, but man, he it's he was yeah. harsh. My notes included. Oh fuck, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, like, instantly I was like, fuck this Living guy. Week, he said, yeah, that sucks. And like I like I was mostly raised by my mother. Uh, like my parents are divorced I mostly live with my mom and I never really oh, I like that. yeah but mm-hmm. you know I saw my dad whatever we're fine uh, but I it was like I you know I was with my mom more and I never really uh, had a lot of like love for and I, I saw it for people who had like a disrespect towards women and it like really has always bothered me and it still sort of drives me insane yeah, I mean, and I was, I was like holy fucking shit fuck this guy yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I don't was just also, wrestle yeah. I'm like hurt him <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I feel the same like I, I was uh, I have a good relationship with my dad, but I was also primarily raised by my mom. Yeah. And I definitely, uh, my parents uh, divorced when I was super young. And I definitely feel that way. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I get genuinely heated with, like, the, what was it? The, uh, the Becky Lynch Charlotte match where, like, mm. Ric Flair grabbed Becky Lynch and kissed her. I was, like, genuinely. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you can't do that. Ask yeah. permission first, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's right. just, like, I think it is just, like, you know, coming from that perspective. Yeah, it does totally. It does give you, like, a, it d- it's very Especially as, like, a dude, it gives you, like, a unique perspective on, like, Yeah. But in know, the middle of all uh, this, like I said, late, you know, we're late 99 here. We, it, it, the way that the company is at the time, it's. It, it, we are in in Jerry Springerville to the max, and yeah. so like Jeff Jarrett is like coming out and literally beating up women every week. It's like yeah. he's power bombing. Oh yeah, people. He's putting like Moolah and May Young and like figure fours. It's he's like sort of bashing insane. Jacqueline with like a guitar over the head. Yeah, yeah. like he's it's... just telling women you're crap, and then he's hurting them. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of insane. It, it like it's very frustrating to watch yeah. this whole promo. Like I, you know, you guys know I don't care, but man, I was like. Fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck him. Kill him. This was probably one of those many moments where my mother would walk in the room, see it, and go, <laughs> Nicholas, turn this crap off. Yeah. Uh, but I respect those. your mom. I do, but, too. But this was also <laughs> such a crap out of this me was if such I know. A, like, I mean, I mentioned, uh, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, like a lot of guys backstage would refuse to wrestle China because... They didn't like they, they they would feel like oh if China punched them and they sold for it they pretended like it hurt they would like feel like oh uh, that that ruins my credibility as yeah, a wrestler right. yeah and like so somebody like Jeff Jarrett being willing to do all of this like you know like sure he beat up Mula and Mae Young and all these people but <laughs> yeah. like it was set up for the payoff of China taking him out yeah right I legit hated Jeff Jarrett at the time oh, too it's yeah. like, God I mean fuck it was a this great guy. it was a great storyline because it's like it made you hate him and it made you even like. Halfway through the match, when like Jeff Jarrett like wins by cheating by like hitting China with the belt, yeah. and then yeah. like the referee says like that's not a household item. Yeah, so funny. What a good housekeeping match. Yeah, good housekeeping match. This is the only one they've ever done. It's a hardcore match. It's a hardcore match, but mm-hmm. the ring is surrounded by like sinks and like coffee makers and like uh, like ironing like, board. ironing boards. Just a few tongs. of the, yeah, yeah tongs. I have just a few. <laughs> just like just like household items. And this includes salami. <laughs> a toilet seat, a banana, whipped cream, a broom, trash can, frying pan, a flounder, eggs, flour, pies, tongs, and eventually the kitchen fucking sink. Yeah, yeah, that was literally the kitchen sink. Uh, so, like, so yeah. the rules of the match are that you can apparently you can use any of those items around the ring. Yeah, it, in the match, so it's a hardcore match, Except but yeah, with, for the with belt. Items. So the yeah, at, at near the end of the match, Jeff Jarrett picks up his title belt and hits yeah. China with it. And then pins are one, two, three. Jeff Jarrett's music plays. You think he won. Then the referee grabs Jeff Jarrett and says, like, that's not a household item. <laughs> yeah. Restart the match. What a fun, like, so weird when... way to, like, get her to come uh, get a second chance Yeah, or and whatever. when the ref ain't looking, China comes in and he smashes the guitar over his head. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because that was Jeff Jarrett's thing for so long. Oh, he was a guitar he... smasher? Yeah, yeah. That's how he beat many women during yeah. this era. Yeah. And, Oh, it's insane how much shit he's doing. But so for yeah. him to get his comeuppance with his his very weapon was a satisfying it's a end of the match. Irony, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So we watched this whole match, and um, you know, there's there's some good moments in it. But man, like the whole th- the whole time, you know, toilet seat over the head. China, there you go. China's crushing it. He's playing a great bad guy. 
Uh, like I fucking hate him. I, I mean, yeah. I, I still don't know if I just hate him or if I hate his character that's written. Right. Well, I don't you know, know, looking looking back, especially I got to say, you know, sometimes Jeff Jarrett gets a little bit of flack for certain things and TNA yeah. and stuff. But at the same time, looking back, he's he actually played this part really well. Oh yeah, he. I mean, he put China over, so it's like all all the respect to that guy. There are yeah. people like like Savio Vega that like refuse to even get be in the ring with her. Totally. Well, and yeah. there's and it's it also you guys talk about it too. Like uh, this is small, but I'll, I'll point out there are weird. Um, a lot of weird sexual undertones to things that happen. Yeah, like, like the she salami, just, the she just shoved a banana into his mouth in mm-hmm. a weird way too. Yeah. which you know, I don't know. And King, then the salami, and then like there's all this like weird stuff going on. And you're like, wow, they're really doing something here. Well, King is also at the height of his ridiculous misogynist like character. Yeah. Like just yeah. constantly, King has a, a constant erection is what his character is. Like, that's all it is. And, like, the minute even Miss Kitty comes out at the beginning, yeah. who, by the way, he was dating at the time, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. He was dating Miss Kitty. Yeah, legit. Yeah. But she comes out, and as soon as Miss Kitty comes out, he just starts saying, kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. all he's doing. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I was super uncomfortable. He's yeah, like a were... fucking cartoon character. Yeah, he and, is. Uh, the king... Also in his 50s at the time of this match, yeah. Miss Kitty in her early 20s. Yeah, that's yeah, inappropriate. And the king, another line he says during this match, he goes, Hey, JR, he knocked the salami right out of her. So yeah. the, there's a, here's a moment we yeah, just watched. Yeah, she takes a great she, table bump. To go, yeah, right through the table. That was good. You know, it's interesting, too, because like Kitty is there. I wonder, like to me, she almost provides a, an interesting contrast to China because she yeah. is very instantly sexualized on this. Like it, with, with the way she enters the match, yeah, like, like you get a very and... clear bend over shot. Here's her butt. Yep. Uh, and it's just like, oh, OK, she serves as a nice counterpoint to like what China is when while she comes here. To do. And she's jumping through a fucking table. <laughs> when, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, and something that uh, wasn't in this clip, but after this match. Miss Kitty and like Deborah McMichael and all the like a lot of the other women that uh, yeah. Jeff like uh, beat up yeah. kind of came out and they did a bow and Miss Kitty like formally was like I side with you now so oh, like there cute. was like there was a nice I like that uh, was that female. when she became the cat uh, I mean she didn't grab the microphone and say it at that moment no I know but that, that was that, definitely... that she started dressing up as like a oh, mini yeah, China yeah I think so um, that's so funny uh, yeah but, like something that I'm genuinely torn on and I'm kind of curious about your guys' opinion on is like China won the first Intercontinental title. In a good housekeeping match, yeah, where the entire like I guess point of it, like the entire point of it, is like surrounded around misogyny. Yeah, is that <laughs> is that necessary because this is such a big moment, and does it highlight it, or does it take does away it from it? it? Does the fact that it's a good housekeeping match, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but just the fact that it's like clearly surrounded on like, and everything's just focused on like you're a woman. I mean, like th- talking I... it out. I, I feel like it adds to it because it's just like she's struggling against all of this yeah. stuff. I suppose I mean, there's, it, there's two ways to look at it. You yeah. could look at it and say, ugh, of course she had to win this match in a match all about you're a woman in the kitchen and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, but, right. but I think the better way to look at it, and I, I, I really do, is it's saying like out with the old and in with the new. Where it's yeah. like, I will take all of these things <clears throat> and and use them against this guy, this this this... Yeah. person who who represents this level of oppression and whatnot yeah. and, and i will take all of these things including the kitchen sink beat him and then say fuck you and become the champion so if you want to look at right. it as like a way like to take all of those things and close the book on it i think that's yeah. maybe the better way to look at it yeah, yeah i feel like that's that's i'm mean, talking it out i feel like that's kind of that's that's what i think about it too and yeah. like and this was like china didn't say like a good housekeeping match like jeff Jarrett was like if you're gonna wrestle me it's gonna be in the kitchen where right. you belong so right. like it's it so, sucks but like it's like she fought through the thing as opposed yeah. to yes, trying to be yes 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 like could it have been it just or, a match sure sure and, but, and maybe it should have been maybe but it's it like been. but the truth but again the truth is like she wrestled through all that bullshit yeah. and yeah. earned her spot and you're like yeah good great yeah, Have and I, from then on out, it, they <clears throat> they never had one of those again. As you said, she was just the intercontinental yeah. champion. They, thank yeah. God they ended the good housekeeping matches because <laughs> they were um, so good. Yeah. Oh, God, these guys. She um, would go on to hold that title, by the way, that, for 56 days. Uh, and I just want to say, too, I love I love that he got hit with the, the guitar. I thought that was so fucking cartoony and it so is. stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, and the cartoons always fill the, the guitars boom. filled with yeah. flowers, so, yeah. like, explode. It's yeah. so fun. It's so fucking like Bugs Bunny right there it's so dumb mm-hmm. I love it yeah um, but yeah so like it was that was definitely like a, a, a moment that I haven't thought about for a while but reflecting on it like that's a huge moment yeah, yeah. because uh, as we said she would go on to hold the title for a couple of months she would uh, later lose it to Chris Jericho and then, and then they, they would became, have they became co-IC they became champions they became co-IC champions because yeah. there was like a double pinfall huh. thing although oddly I looked on Wikipedia and apparently 
WWE does not currently uh, acknowledge that that was like a double reign. Do they huh. say it was Chris they, Jericho? They say it was vacant, but I don't know if they're actually... Count, but when they mention Chris Jericho's nine-time IC championship, I don't know if they're if they're counting it. It's it's a very weird thing I that they like do. I feel like that's probably... Yeah. It's just like... With shit I, like this. I feel like that's probably like... Okay, so the WWE, sometimes they'll sweep things under the rug. Yeah. So I feel like this might have just been... You know, like, they've... Acknowledged things like that before. Granted, it is unique for for two people to hold a one person title. Right. Well, you guys know that this is all fake, and nobody's really keeping real stats either, right? Oh, it, oh on the contrary. <laughs> but it is like there is some level of like, it's like they try to they try to keep track of stats. Mm. But there is some this weird thing where it's like if somebody's in favor with the company or out of favor with yeah. the company, yeah. they'll like maybe change the stats a little but bit. But there are absolutely um, stats. I don't buy it. So it's, you, you, you should go on. Or like they'll do will. stuff stats. like uh, like Brock Lesnar was he was in favor with the company and he was the youngest mm-hmm. WWE champion, and then he left for UFC. So like very shortly after that, they had Randy Orton win the title, who was three months younger than Brock Lesnar when he won the title. So now Randy Orton's the youngest champion, huh. right? Just like little erase people from the history book stuff like that. Interesting. So Stephen, final thoughts on what you think about China as a as a wrestler and what you thought about her character? Any any final thoughts here? Yeah, it's just interesting. You know, you guys you guys did a good job of picking clips here. I really like this. It was like Joey it did, did a good job. Joey did a good clips. job let's here. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest. high five to Joey's. But yeah, I do I do think that it was just an interesting thing to kind of see uh, how it started and um, kind of what the the arc of it was of just like oh my god is that a woman is that a man out there like uh, to to you know this whole thing of like that's ah, just showing her butt uh, that's a kind of her promo to in the end it's like yeah she's like fighting and like earning a real big spot uh in wwf or wwe or whatever it is yep uh and i'm like yeah that's impressive it is it is uh it's clear to me you know why she is a big deal it's like why yeah, I remember people talked about her in like you know high school or junior high school or whatever it was. Like she's so cool, she's so hot, and I like I was like yeah whatever. And I'm like yeah, I guess I see. Yeah, it. Now like, you kind of get it now. I cool. kind of do get it. I'm like yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. does, does this give you sort of a different perspective on like women's wrestling? Like would you would you look at like Bailey Bailey versus Sasha Banks under like a different lens now? I, and, and the yeah. and the unbelievable fact that they're only getting to this now, 16 years after somebody yeah. like that did something, and then for years it just kind of laid dormant because it was yeah. like bringing more models. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because like we'll talk about this in a future episode of Taylor uh, that uh, what how I feel about that match. But like you guys, you know, I guess in this way, in a, in a weird way, like this is very directly her like fighting some oppression in the sport of, of wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. And in that one, it's like, well, they are fighting that, but with a clean match. And I guess in a, just their normal match and they're doing a great job. Uh, but. But it like it guess it just doesn't resonate with me because I don't really know what they're fighting. Like but I'm you just at least coming get into that it that they can even have that yeah. match and people give a shit and it yeah. be a main event because of people like China yeah, doing true. little what seems to be a little thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, good job, China. Hey, thank you. Okay, <laughs> so um, and uh, once again, uh, listener, um, definitely like check out these matches if you haven't seen them. Yeah, you can, you can go to uh, go to our website. Uh, I believe it's what is it? Uh, BoardwalkAudio.com forward slash You Should Love Wrestling. Um, we have word. notes for every episode, so all the links links, links to all these matches are on yeah. there. So like, you know, if you have a spare 30, 45 minutes, an hour, feel free and we can check these matches yeah. to watch. They tell like her arc in the WWE is very interesting and good. Like yeah. not just from like a groundbreaking standpoint, but also from just like a storytelling standpoint. Yeah, it's true. Like yeah. there are real stakes, and it's really interesting. Yeah, and let's hope that they put her in the Hall of Fame soon. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm sure. Amen. They will. They will. Um, and now, because we love your questions, it's time for us to answer some of wrestling's greatest <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. From at the Kaz Wheeler on Twitter, mm-hmm. Undertaker slash Jeff Hardy's undisputed title ladder match should be one that gets covered. It's the one I picked to show non-fans. Oh, so this oh. is a match suggestion from him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, oh. uh, thank you, uh, the Kaz Wheeler. Uh, we're uh, we're the, this particular podcast is running a little bit long, so we're probably not gonna. We're not gonna do it. We're not no, going no, to watch it right now, but. Like, you know, I think that we'll probably watch that for like a future bonus episode. That's a fair point. And, you know, I mean, I only kind of even vaguely recall just without even thinking. I remember the feud and I remember the match. And that was like probably like Ruthless Aggression Era, was it yeah, not? That was yeah, that was like 20, 2003 or something. Yeah. What are they, what, what's like so. You know, Stephen, Ruthless Aggression Era? Uh, God, all these fucking eras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so exhausting. And the, hey, yes, the Cas Wheeler, thank you. That is actually a very good match to bring up. Yeah, we'll check yeah, it out. Uh, yeah, we'll check it out. Sort of very, old versus maybe, young. Maybe I'll just good watch feud, it in my match. spare time. Just, you know, <laughs> taking an extra wrestling match. I believe that you are. Oh, yeah, I actually definitely. think that's what you're doing. I will, yeah. Yeah, he like, gets real excited about like whenever there's a wrestling pay-per-view now. I think Steven 
just waits, mm-hmm. just waits, and everybody's nobody's around, mm-hmm. e- including your dog. Yeah, nobody's here, till. and you turn the lights off, and you yeah. get in your your blanket fort, yeah, and you put your headphones on, and you put a pillow over it, and you watch this on your you watch these matches. Oh yeah, yeah, um, it's true. And if, uh, <laughs> You're a and then, fan. And then if his girlfriend walks in the room, he says, "I'm watching porn. I'm watching porn. Leave. <laughs> get out of here." Yeah. Uh, so Jack great. Yeah. So thank you to Kaz Wheeler. We'll definitely have uh, Pearl Stein watch that match. Thank you. Um, if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, mm. or if you have like a clip or a match that you think that we should show Steven, yeah. definitely shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at YSLW Podcast. Yeah, somebody sent us an email earlier this week saying that they hoped I got hurt more. And I said, well, don't worry. <laughs> I've been attacked in, in three episodes so far. Oh, great. And yeah. that I will be getting a million chest slaps Wait, coming who, very who soon. Who sent that email? Uh, I I don't remember his name. <laughs> Wait, did you delete it? I checked the email account earlier. No, no, it's still, it's still there. It's like archived or something. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't even think archived. Very, yeah, very entertaining it. conversation about oh. uh, the, the you should love wrestling email account. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. This email was sent from a guy I've never heard of named uh, Rick Fligor. It was. It was actually. And he thinks Stephen should get hurt. It was by more. Stephen Gilmore. Stephen Gilmore sent oh. it, and he said he really liked Carrie O'Neill's episode. Nice. Oh, great. Uh, and they said, any chance we can result to hitting Stephen more? Uh, yeah, I was like, all right, that's funny. Wait, wait, so, uh, Stephen, mm-hmm. can I punch you in the face for Stephen Gilmore? You know what? For Stephen Gilmore, you can, but it's going to be off mic. <laughs> Are we going to do it for, for real? Should I film this? Should I film this? Well, hold on. Let's just end our show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, give us a... Uh, <laughs> Stephen Gilmore, thank you for that suggestion. Thank I'll you. do something to Stephen, and we'll shoot a video of it and send it to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, in private. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in private. Just, private it, link. Unlisted. Don't share with you, me. <laughs> so, yeah, Stephen Gilmore. So, if you want... I don't know. If you want us to try a wrestling move on Steven, you want us to ganso bomb him on a nail, send us <laughs> oh, an email at you should love wrestling at Gmail or tweet us at uh, YSLW Podcast. Gosh. Um, also, please um, like and subscribe us on iTunes. Always. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. If you could give us a five-star rating, write in a review, maybe uh, maybe tell us a match that you'd like to show Steven, maybe yeah. tell us a video that you'd like to watch mm-hmm. Steven. Yeah. Uh, you know, opinions, thoughts on the show, uh, you know, like, should I talk like this for the whole show? Yeah, that. that's a good yeah. one. He does that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and guys, and just right now still, I mean, we ended up being delayed a little bit on our uh, Ric Flair way to the front page thing so we're going to actually film that this Saturday yeah. or coming up this Saturday yeah, so, the April so 20, if you guys something. want to get in a few more five star reviews just keep doing it until we say not to so yeah, just we keep have, doing it we have like 50 five star reviews so I'm, yeah. I'm already going to have to flare chalk Steven 50 times I'm going to have to on, read a lot of reviews what's, uh, what's, I think like what's unfortunate is like I think this is their opportunity to get like a thousand people to like chop me to death like there is a point where I could die and I'm like <laughs> I want them to I want them to go for I mean, there's it a, yeah, there's Joey a point and, where I can die Joey yeah. and I went on chopbots.com and we just had a bunch of fake accounts say yes beat up Steven <laughs> chop yeah, yeah. him up chopbots.com <laughs> so, so thank you for that but please uh, leave us some five star reviews and comments so uh, Steven um, do you love China you know what I do I uh, I do have a lot of respect for China after right. this uh, right. uh, do you love wrestling <laughs> I do not love wrestling though well, uh, uh, that's alright we'll China, next week. We China never quite got her own theme song but she did no, reuse she did. Triple don't H's. treat us like a woman don't treat me like a man I don't remember that at don't all don't treat me like a something just that's treat me just who I am don't treat don't me like a woman don't treat me like a man don't treat me like a something just and then she got a bazooka that she would shoot into the end oh, of I don't remember that yeah. Was yeah. it a t-shirt bazooka or a legit bazooka? I mean, shot at fireworks. <laughs> just treat me for <laughs> just treat me. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.